to the Enchanted Ears podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. I'm Joe. And we're going to Disney World. Yeah, we are! Sorry. Man, I like every week I just do this thing where I try to deafen our listeners. I'm sorry, listeners. So, <laughs> so we're not going anytime soon. This is next year. But a, a few weeks ago, I threw down the uh, Infinity Gauntlet, if you will. <laughs> and I challenge you to a duel of the fates, of a foot race of the century. Uh, <laughs> so I, t- I kind of I challenged you uh, to the race for the, the Star Wars Rival Run Half Marathon Weekend. And uh-huh. I basically said you were, you, were, you were in retirement from running. And I basically said you were scared that I was going to beat you. And I kind of taunted you. And so you've accepted my challenge. And we've signed up for the half marathon weekend. And not only did we sign up for the half marathon, um, but because we are gluttons for punishment, we signed up for the 10K on Saturday and the half marathon on Sunday. So doing the rival run challenge. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I, I decided I'd come out of retirement. You know, uh, I was I was getting a little bored at home, just kind of reading books and you know doing the things having that retired run, people do having me run circles around you yeah yeah sure oh, crossword puzzles sure, Sudoku, retirement things okay shuffleboard yeah yeah shuffleboard um you know i noticed i noticed that i needed some bifocals and things like that so i decided that i needed to kind of back things up a little bit and, and get a little pep in my step again so uh yeah I'm, okay i'm gonna beat you and um and i will be running for the dark side and you will be running for the light side. And they did ask that. I, Whenever you sign up, you give a t-shirt size. And then it asks you what side you're running on. So I don't know if that means we'll get different t-shirts. I'm really hoping we get different merch. Yeah. I, I and that hope, way we can take pictures of them and post them. I mean, not I that so. there won't be a million posts, like, posts on the internet. But we can at least take pictures of ourselves in them. Right. Because, you know, again, Everyone wants to see that, right? right? So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure if we'll get different t-shirts or not, but I, yeah, definitely supporting the dark side. You'll be supporting the light side. So if any of the listeners out there would like to, are thinking about doing uh, a run Disney half marathon, Star Wars one might be the time to do it. Yeah. I'm not sure that we would ever see anyone because there's going to be thousands of people down there, but, well, but, but maybe, but maybe we will, but we'll definitely be I doing. I think we have to dress up. Oh yeah, you definitely have to dress up as some sort of you know character. I'm trying. That's to, half the fun of it. Is kind of. I'm trying to figure out if I can learn how to sew before then. But oh, you're talking about like making a legit. Oh, it would be cool to make one. I mean, I've seen some really cool like. Uh, the problem is though, like BB-8, right? Like yeah, when you run, you have like to. That. You don't want to be too hot, so you have to like. Well, yeah, exactly. You can't make but, like a Chewbacca outfit. But yeah, but the thing is, we also, since we're basically, you know, especially you, because you take up so much real estate, you're basically like a running billboard. That is so true. we definitely have to make sure that we tall. put Enchanted Ears podcast up on our backs so that we can, you know, have some listeners beside ourselves. Oh, geez. I think more people listen to us uh, than just us. That's pretty, that's pretty savage. You know what? You're right. You're right. Our moms also listen to us. Oh, come on. Wait. <laughs> We have more than four <laughs> listeners, but uh, we could use some more though. Oh, that's yeah, not that's sure. not a bad idea. Yeah, doing doing a little uh, free advertisement 
Well, we're running down there. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to work on it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so if you see two crazy people, like one that's like basically Chewbacca sized, and then one that's like you know Chewbacca's normal, like human size. Chewbacca's taller than me, but yeah. Then running with Enchanted Ears podcast on their back, say hi. Um, you know, a little bit of uh, social anxiety might come out. I but, will say, but we'll try to be like cool. I will say, uh, you like you said, a lot of people dress up at these. I mean, half the. The fun of this is all the you know interesting like running shirts and oh, and different yeah. like cool sayings they have. So we'll definitely be doing an episode kind of on the whole run Disney experience and and our experience. Oh, we'll uh, definitely have to do a prep episode just for this. Yeah, and once yeah, but once we're done, we'll definitely kind of do a full recap and everything. So that's beginning of April of next year. Yes. So so kind of with that, um, you know, the fact that we are going to Disney World, so starting to plan that trip. Thought we would do kind of an episode on a vacation planning topic, and it kind of just worked out very well. Disney kind of helped us out a little bit this week. <laughs> Thanks, Disney. In the in the but kind of not really. <laughs> well, no, they did because this week with Disney news, the Disney announced that on October sixteenth they are completely changing their ticket pricing model. So this right this really impacts vacation planning. Uh, so we're going to talk about that, and then we're also going to kind of talk about. A question that I posted to our on our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears Podcast on Facebook, a few weeks ago about what is everybody's ideal length, trip length for a, a trip to Walt Disney World. I got one. So, so we'll kind of, we'll be we'll be talking about that of like what we think you know the ideal length is. But so first, jumping into this um, ticket price announcement. So if you have not heard yet, Disney just announced it th- this week. So like I said, on October sixteenth. Not only are ticket prices increasing, but they are completely changing the pricing model. Oh, wow. How so? So uh, right now, you know, uh, if you buy a single day ticket, that can vary in price depending on the the specific day you go. So if you go during a holiday, a very busy season, the tickets uh, cost more than if you go at a slow time, it's a little bit of a discount. And I think ticket ranges between like 106 and a hundred and or 102, somewhere to $129, depending on the time of year you go. But then if you buy multi-day tickets, the price is always the same, no matter what time you go. And you know, you can, so, so you can buy them and the more you buy kind of the, the cheaper it is, but it doesn't matter when you go. What they're changing to is now the multi-day tickets will also depend on the time of year that you travel. Oh, wow. So they're, they're changing it that you have to now pick a specific day. And the first day of your trip will determine the price for the entire trip. So if you're going during you know, the busiest time of year, which is in between Christmas and New Year, you're going to pay a lot more even for a multi-day ticket than if you would go, you know, let's say in February when it's a very slow time. Okay. I mean, it makes sense, but it's just not great news for those of us who want to go and experience different seasons and different events. Right. So, and, and again, and the prices I think are going to range between, you know, $109 to $129. So it's a little bit of a price increase, but it could potentially swing it, you know, maybe $20 a day for a ticket, depending on when you go. But what it does is it, it complicates it just a lot more because now, like you like I said, you have to pick the specific day you're going to go. So you can't, you know, a lot of people buy their tickets in advance saying, I know I want to go next year. 
mm-hmm. and they'll kind of buy them, but they don't know the specific date yet. And right now it's not a problem because you can go anytime. You have 14 days to use your tickets from the the date of that you use your first ticket. So if you buy, you know, a five-day pass, the first day you use it, you have 14 days to use the other four days. But now you actually have to pick a specific date. Now Disney does have an option that if you don't know a specific date, you can pay an additional premium, so it's even more. Oh, how much? Than Do what, you know? No, I'm not sure. They haven't fully they announced, it. and they haven't announced what the prices are going to be of of all of this yet. This is going to come out probably right on the 16th. But so there will be an additional premium, and it's a flex ticket. So that will be one that you can use in any Whenever. season. But I imagine that's going to be whatever the most expensive ticket is mm-hmm. plus something. Is yeah. is kind of my guess. And then the other thing they're doing is you actually have less time to use the tickets now. Oh. So right now, like I said, you, have, long, yeah, you, you have, have 14 days and it now it varies depending on how many tickets you buy. So it, it seems to be that it's around maybe three or four days longer than whatever you buy. So if you buy a four, like if you buy a four day pass, you have, I think, like six or seven days to use it. If you buy a, a five day pass, you have like seven or eight days. If you buy a two day pass, you have like you have like four or five. So it seems like they're only, instead of giving you a 14 day window total, it's like three or four days. So it's a much tighter window to use the tickets, um, which I think for a lot of people probably isn't that big a deal. Because you're traveling to go there anyway. Right. And, and a and lot of people sort of have in mind what, when you want to be there. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people, if you go down there, you, t- you don't go to the parks every day. You take a day or two off. Maybe you go up to Universal. You spend a day at the hotel or Disney Springs, mm-hmm. something like that. So, you still have that flexibility, but if you're going to go for uh, a week and a half and you're only going to Disney for four days, you're going to have... First of all, what are you doing? Well, I mean, you might be, <laughs> you might, well, I'm saying you might be going to a lot of other yeah, places. There's, I mean, there's SeaWorld down there, Yeah, there's right? a lot there's, of there's other... There's a bunch of yeah, other theme parks the down there. But so if you're doing that and now you only have seven days to use those, t- like I said, six or seven days to use that four-day ticket. So it's not like you go two days at the start of your trip and two days at the end, you'll run out. So yeah. it, it, it creates a lot more, I think it, it makes it a little bit more confusing kind of planning a trip. Now, also with this, Disney is kind of relaunching their, their website and it's supposed to have a lot more detail in the way of vacation planning. Oh, wow. So it's supposed to be more helpful in your planning. Um, and again, they haven't really announced too much around this, so it remains to be seen what's on it. But so I think they're saying, hey, it, we're going to make it more helpful to plan it you know, so while this ticket thing may be a little bit more confusing, you know, ultimately I think it'll be more helpful. Can I make a prediction? Sure. I think they're gonna roll some of this back. A oh little no, bit. no, they won't. You don't think no, so? No, no, this is this has kind of been, uh, you know, talked about a little bit. Like I said, a few years ago they went to the seasonal pricing of the single day tickets. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of a natural progression, progression from there, right? Yeah, I, I just think that. If they notice, I I could see a busy parent who, you know, not like Disney fanatics like you and I, but somebody who's like, okay, well, I feel like I should take my kids to Disney World because that's what you do as a parent. Um, you know, it's, it's a cool thing to do with my kids, but I could see them looking at this and getting confused by the ticket prices and just saying, you know what, screw it. Like, I don't want to do this because I don't want to deal with their weird pricing system. I don't know. I, I could just yeah, see that I see. I think a lot of people know when they're going to go anyways and so they know hey because a lot of people can only go certain times it's around school holidays or vacations so i think it's not going to be that big a deal because you probably know within a couple week window of when you want to go 
Mm-hmm. And it's not probably within a few week window. It's not going to make a difference what day you go on because it's going to kind of all be the same season. When this makes a difference is if you can go at any time and it's like, well, I could go in February for this price or I could go in, you know, September, like, and you can go in multiple months. But if it's like, hey, I basically can either go in June or July when my kids are on vacation from school, mm-hmm. that's a pretty busy time no matter what. And I, don't, I can actually I, I don't, see really bad re- repercussions for us I, teachers for this because then the ticket prices are better off in like the, the fall. Right. And let me tell you people, if you have kids, it is your teacher's worst nightmare that you take them on vacation during the school year because it's this. then it becomes this whole big thing where it's like, hey, we're going on vacation. I say take your kid that's, whenever that's you want. That's an inside view. Of I say take your there. kid whenever you want to. Well, for but, sure, for sure. You know, it's not going to be that big a deal for a lot of people uh it does make it a little bit confusing what it does though is it helps disney better understand the crowds that are going to be there each day because if you have a much tighter window to use the tickets they mm-hmm. can better predict when they're going to be there and the whole point of this is you know the capacity spreading out when the park is crowded so now you know now that multi-day tickets are also based on seasons they can make certain times of year that have low crowd attendance more uh, inexpensive. They can mm-hmm. lower the ticket prices to get people... To try who, to spread it out. Exactly. So, and, so again, like people that could go, oh, well, I could either go in June or I could maybe go in April. If April is a lot uh, cheaper, they'll go then and that will pull some of the summer crowds into different seasons. It's all set up for Star Wars whenever yeah. it's going to be so crowded that they need to spread people throughout the year. Yeah, because um, we've talked about before, like there are capacities. I mean, they're not really released, but there are capacities for the parks. So. Right, they, they hit capacity, like I said, in between Christmas and New Year all the time in the Magic Kingdom. So yeah. if they can kind of entice you to come two weeks early in December because it's, you know, $100 cheaper yeah. for your tickets, you may be willing Plus to... Plus they usually run hotel deals and things yeah, like that on top may, of it. You may be willing to do that and so they can kind of help spread these crowds out a little bit. So yeah, ultimately I think it makes a little bit more confusing. But like I said, I think most people, they're kind of in a tight window anyways of when they want to go. And so ultimately I think it won't be too big a deal. And, but that being said, if you buy tickets now, they're still under the old kind of structure yeah. that you can use them anytime within 14 days. And if you buy them before October 16th, the tickets are good all through December of 2019. So if you're thinking about going next year and you want to buy, and you're thinking about going during a busy time, uh, you may want to buy your tickets within the next few weeks here before. Get them them now. It's like they're on sale. Yeah. Before these price increases go in. Nice. And that's with with any year. I mean, any year they do a price increase, you can always buy it before. Uh, and then go. now it's, it's going to be a little bit harder because you're going to have to know the exact date. But like I said, the tickets now you can buy them and they're good any day. Or you could be one of those people from like the nineties who bought the, the park hopper tickets and things, and then you hold on to them and they're good whenever. And then when you're an adult, you try to use them. Can you, please, can you please tell this story? That's what I don't I did. think you've I ever told one. this story on the podcast. I, I had one from whenever I was like seven years old and my mom still had, there was like a day left on a park hopper ticket and I went uh, to use it and they, you know, they still honor them because it was before, I think it was like early two thousands where they stopped doing that. Cause you only had a few weeks to use them. And so I went and it was a child's ticket and I tried using it and I went and you have to go in and 
it was so old you have to get they had to like look it up and I had to get a card and everything. But the lady at the turnstile, you know, found it everything. She goes, This is a child. She said, Where where's the child? And I was like, It's me. I'm I'm the child. I was like, This is from the early nineties and she looked at the date and she looked at mine. She goes, Oh my, yeah, like it's you know, twenty years old or something like that. And, um, and like, meanwhile, they're like taking your ticket and putting it behind glass and selling it to the Smithsonian because they're like, wow, this is yeah, so and old. Yeah, it, it was so old that it wasn't like even in their ticket system. Like she had to call and figure out that it felt like a form, everything out of sign. Joe made a it. big stink in the, in the park. But, <laughs> but yeah, so it was just funny because she was like, oh, this is who's what child is this? I was like, it's me. You know, this is from when I was six years old, but they still honor and I use it. So I had, I had my one day. You were aging backwards. And, you were uh, seven before. Now you're six. So I, it was like six. You five? Seven. It was Zero? Like six or seven. I, I don't remember the exact. <laughs> I, I don't remember Benjamin the exact. buttoning here. My mom listens to this. As you mentioned, we only have four listeners apparently. So she can send in a, uh, uh, a correction a correction corner. yeah omission, i guarantee so. she knows how old you were to the like the, oh, yeah. the minute she, she knows she knows what year we want so. oh definitely yeah that's pretty funny oh my sweetest so like i said that you know disney news you know kind of fit in nicely with vacation planning but then going into our other vacation planning topic and it's kind of our main topic is what is the ideal length for a walt disney trip i got this on lock okay what is it forever <laughs> okay well well, I was gonna I say mean, I, I would like to live in the Walt Disney Park if if that was possible. So what so, park though? What park? Which one? I would be park hopping. No, you can only live in one. Oh my gosh! Come on, you, you can't me live choose in, all this. You can't stuff. live in all of them. You have to live in. You have to pick something um, to live in. Oh my goodness! Okay, probably Magic Kingdom then. Magic. Would you want to live in the castle? I would definitely live in the castle. I think that would be fun. I'd want to live in the giant golf ball. Put me in spaceship Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I want to live in the like the, the gold plated toilet room. I'm surprised you wouldn't want to live in the uh, animal in, like kingdom? Animal Kingdom. I mean, Animal Kingdom. Like would live be in the cool. Tree of Life. Oh, oh, that is very good. That is very very good. But I feel like you know at night those animals probably go in and. It's it, you might hear some like creepy noises in the park. Like it might be a little eerie when it's closed. So I don't know. I think there's probably not a time where there's not somebody in that park. Because oh, when it closes, you not. have maintenance staff and and everything. Security, like that. I'm sure. Security, and then uh, and then it opens back up again in the morning. You have the. I mean, you. Figure, Do you think it's like a night at the museum the kind magi- of deal? The magic like, kingdom. There's, there's like a security guard, and then all of the the stuff around Disney park comes to oh, life. I mean, I don't think it really ever shuts off. They do maintenance on the rides at night. That's, I mean, that's why the rides never shut down during the day. They're always doing their maintenance at night. I mean, you figure some nights, especially in the summer when it's busy, the magic kingdom closes at two in the morning and then it opens back up again at eight in the morning. Like there's six hours where it's closed and probably till people get out of there. It's not till three in the morning. There's, there's not a time I think where there's really never anybody there. All right. So you said forever. I asked this to, on our Facebook page. And that was kind of the overwhelming response. Yeah, because those people well. know what's up. Everybody, everybody said forever, 365 days a year. But some people actually answered with legitimate. Uh, uh, that is days. a legit answer. Okay, more realistic answers. Uh, so uh, Marilyn said five days. We had a couple people say like seven days, seven to ten days, four days. Robert said four days. So, you know, it's it's kind of, it seems to be that maybe five to 
to seven days uh, with uh, one person say tw- 12 days like two days at each park yeah, plus plus a couple extra days so well yeah i mean it depends on also the time of the year right? yeah but i would say i would say like yeah the most common kind of answer besides forever is uh <laughs> is kind of like i said that like five to seven day window yeah i i think that that is that's a that's definitely fair because i think you know a day in each park is good so there are what four parks right okay so there are four parks and then if you go during the summer i think that spending a day uh to a day like today or two at the water parks are good so that's six days right there plus you know having a day at disney springs and just to kind of go back and revisit anything you wanted to go to so that's like seven days uh, and then that's not even counting if you do behind the scenes encounters like we've done before and those are extra and they also take, you know, sometimes they take place before the parks open, but, um, that might take away from your park time. So it's always good to have extra. Yeah. I mean, I would say it all, like you said, kind of mentioned at first, you know, it depends on the season. It, it really does depend on, you know, your personal situation. I mean, can you go for an unlimited amount of time? Can you, yeah. Do you have the money to spend? I mean, a lot of people are limited to time. Like we talked about, can you get your kid off of school? You know, right. what, what can you do budget wise and things? Yeah. But I would say, you know, kind of, so pushing that all aside that it's not really an issue as far as the cost goes or things. Yeah. I would think you need at least one day uh, in each park plus an extra day to kind of cover everything that you missed because like, Magic Kingdom, you probably really need a day and a half, two days at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would think you need at least five days to cover all the parks. And then, yeah, if you're interested in the water parks, you maybe need an extra day. But I, I would give yourself an extra day just to kind of explore Disney Springs, explore the hotel. So I would say the ideal trip length is, yeah, probably that six to seven day window and so that's not going to the park every day i think you need to give yourself a day a day and a half to kind of just relax and not actually be in the park time yeah and not actually be in the park like i said go to disney springs and you know walk around do some shopping it's it's a great spend money you don't have to spend money you can just window shop but yeah right it's um it's it's a nice you know it's just a nice area to be at spend some time at the pool i mean we stayed at Art of Animation last time. They have that Blue Lagoon oh, pool. That's like the biggest pool. And you go underwater and then they it plays music. Yeah, it's a great... I mean, it's a really nice pool. So you can just... You could spend half a day there mm-hmm. uh, and not even go to the parks and still have a great time. Yeah. But yeah, so I, th- I think you need to build that into uh, your, your plan. And then yeah, definitely give yourself, you know, at least, like I said, five days. Give yourself a full day at each park plus kind of an extra day. Uh, and that's this year. And then next year, like I said, with Star Wars, you're going to need a whole day just to go there. So that oh, might be, yeah. that might be, the, you know, a whole trip uh, in and of itself. But yeah, I, I think that window is kind of, if that if you, you know, planning for what you can do, I think you need at least a minimum five days. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, I mean, it's kind of like... And again, it's what you want out of it. So if you're take going and taking your kids and you're you're experiencing the park for you know one of the first times or you haven't been there in several in several years, yeah, you definitely want that maximum time. I mean, when we go down later, I think we're staying for what four or five days. Yeah, I think the plan. Yeah, for us right now, and again, this is 
Because that's all we can really fit in our schedule is, is going to be five days. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I can't get any more time off. So right. we have to we have to fit it in those five days. Right. Um, and, and again, like you said, I mean, if you go at a, a less crowded time in the fall or something, you can do a lot more in a day. Yeah. So maybe five days, four or five days is enough to kind of see everything and you still have some you know buffer time and some downtime. But yeah, I think you really can't go any lower I mean, than that. You can even go visit the hotels. If you have extra time, you can take the magical express or the, not the magical express, but the, the bus system. You could take those to see the different hotels because they all have really cool things around them. Like our animation has the statues of, of the different characters and there are, are cool signposts that have fun facts about them. And I know each and every one of the hotels has something like that. Um, and that's even one of the cheaper hotels. So that's not even one of the like super nice, I'm doing air quotes, like one of the super nice ones that are real expensive. One of the deluxe hotels, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, you're never going to run out of anything to do. Like, no. like if you go there, you know, and you think, oh, well, we could go for seven days, but is that going to be too much? Are we going to run out of stuff to do? You're, there's so much to do there. You're never going to run out of stuff to do. Even if you don't go to the parks every day. Like you said, you could spend a day exploring some of the hotels. I mean, you could go to the Magic Kingdom and just go explore the Polynesian, the Contemporary, and the Grand, Grand Floridian, which mm-hmm. are the three hotels. You could just take the monorail to all three of them around the Magic Kingdom. You don't even need to take the bus. It wouldn't even take you that long to travel between them. Mm-hmm. But you could spend a day just going through those hotels eating at one of the restaurants there and, mm-hmm. and kind of ex- just exploring that and riding that the monorail. Like, that actually sounds like a really itself. fun, relaxing day. Right, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. You're, you're never going to run out of stuff to do. And riding the monorail is a ton of fun. Yeah. <laughs> so we learned I love that and you're just like, whatever. I'm just trying to get from point A to point B. Exactly. Whereas I view it as a ride. Yeah, if they had a teleportation device, I would be taking that instead. Well, I would be taking a teleportation device as well because that would be incredible to be teleported. Until like you realize you get there and then your foot is back at where you were coming from. So, I mean, you can try out that technology. You just but... said you would hope they had it. Well... But see, so you would just be like, oh yeah, I got teleported, big deal. I was just trying to get here quicker. I would be like, did you see how I got teleported? That was incredible. How did they do that? And you'd be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's what's the big deal? We just got here quicker. And I'd be like, what? We got teleported. But science. So, I mean, that's what's going to happen. I mean, I was playing the devil's advocate with, there a bit. With the new you know, gondola system, that's the whole idea of that too, that it's going to be an experience that you're just going to have to ride the gondolas. Yeah, that sounds like incredible. Yeah, but it's kind of like the monorail. You know, people went to ride the monorail. That was an attraction to itself. Now it's been there so long. I think a lot of, some people are like you where it's, they're a little bit jaded by it. But So now they're going to have the <laughs> gondola system and people are going to be like, I just want to ride that. I don't even necessarily need it to go from point A to point B, but it's fun just to say I did it. Yeah. I, I mean, we rode that the boat the one time. I thought that was kind of cool. The the boat that takes you from... Yeah, the boat's nice from Epcot to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. I mean, I think that was kind of a, a fun and interesting And that's experience. a quick... That's quick, too. That's If if you're trying to go from Epcot to Hollywood... I've walked it. I mean, it's a probably a couple-mile walk. You can do it. Uh, I wouldn't recommend it in the Florida heat if it's hot <laughs> out. But it's a lot quicker to take the boat than it is to walk to the front of Epcot, get a bus 
take a bus to Hollywood Studios. It's much quicker to go to the International Gateway and just take the, yeah. the boat over. Normally, I'm all for walking, but when you're at Disney Parks, like you walk an insane amount. I mean, whenever we were in um, when we were in Disneyland, I think that your dad looked at his his little um, pedometer and we'd walked some like ridiculous seven or eight miles, yeah, like seven like or that, eight miles. So yeah. you're definitely walking a lot, but you're also probably eating a lot. So you got to kind of burn as many of those calories as you can. Right. And then so, and, and my one kind of last point here where you definitely want to stay as long as you possibly can because the the way that tickets are structured and we did just talk about how the multi-day ticket pricing is changing but i don't believe i think it still operates off the same principle right exactly yeah so it's just the prices are going to be different but it operates off of the longer you stay the cheaper it gets Mm -hmm. um dramatically cheaper so currently if you would buy a a two-day ticket it's $104 a day per person. Two days, 104 So it, okay. it would be like 208 It's a little bit more than 204 So it would be like $210, $209 total. But as you go up, it you know each day gets cheaper and cheaper. So to go from two to three days, uh, at three days, it's $101 a day. Okay, so that's $3 discount. Right. So that's... Um, Three hundred three dollars versus two hundred four, so it's it's a little less. It's almost like a hundred dollars, okay, a day. But if you get up to four to five days, it's only like fifteen more dollars to add that fifth day. So so four days is ninety. So fifteen more dollars than if you had stayed for two. For four, no, no, I'm saying so. So two to three, I said that. But so from so four days is ninety five dollars a day. So that's like $280 for four days. But if you stay for five days, it's only $79 a day. So that's only like 15. It works out that it's only like $15 more than the four days. So so it wow. gets dramatically cheaper. And then if you stay six days, that's only an additional $10. Not $10 a day, but an additional $10 total so for us- from, from the fifth day. Because the ticket prices start dropping so dramatically per day. So like I'm saying... At five days, it's only $79 a day versus two days when it's 104 So you're saving so much that yeah. each additional day becomes cheaper and cheaper. So really, that like four to five days is really not costing you that much more to add that extra day. So if you stay like a month and a half, Disney actually pays you, right? Well... <laughs> I don't know if that ever happens, but it looks like the max you can buy is 10 days. They're like, please leave here. Yeah. Here's some money. But, but, Go no, to Punta Cana. It looks like the max you can buy is 10 days, and that would be like $445. So it's only $44 a day. So wow. you figure basically it's $208. It's $208 to go for two days. It's $445 to go for 10. So you go eight more days for a little over double the price. So that just kind of shows you how dramatically it gets. So I think a lot of people think, oh man, you know, they, they see the ticket price of $129 a day for a single ticket. And they think, man, I can't afford to go for four or five days because that's going to be $600. But really, if you look at it, once you get up in that four or five day window, those extra days are $15, $10 total extra. 
So, because because really what it is is Disney, they want you to stay longer. Well, absolutely. It's like a casino, you know, how, yeah. they, how they try to keep you there. They give you free pop. They bring you free drinks. If you spend money, they might put you up well, in a casinos hotel. Casinos do. Casinos do. Yeah. Not, not well, Disney. no, that's what right. I'm talking about. I'm but talking yeah, about casinos. But yeah, yeah, but Disney and Disney wants... knows you're going to spend money on food. Yeah. You're going to, you have to stay somewhere. Yeah. They, so, yeah, hotels, food. You know, all that money is going to come back to them tenfold. Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, so that, Good that's business just, model. That's just another reason for kind of, I think, why that, that five day, you know, five day ticket is kind of the ideal, I think, length because. Once you get up to that that four day, you see a pretty significant drop, and then the fifth day, it, it's very minimal to add onto it, and you also get a better value because I think adding the park hopper is like a flat fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. So the longer the longer you stay, the less it is per day. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's something like seventy dollars. That should be Disney's motto: the longer to, you stay, the less per day. That actually is not a bad motto. So. I know, right? Yeah, so. Yeah, so we're we'll be there five days, and so like I said, I think ultimately if you're if you're thinking about going, you know, aim for that five to seven day window. Yeah, I think that five is going to be a bit short for us, but again, it's it's like an extra, you know, a bonus trip, like a refresher course on on the parks. It's not something that you know we have our favorites. We'll, we'll definitely go hit those. And of course, we're going to be running thirteen point one miles, so and six, you know where point, I'm going to be that whole day. Two. Six yeah. Point two. yeah, I would say, yeah, basically, we're going to be eating. Exactly. I'm going to be in Epcot. Eating and your way through Epcot after ex- you run through it. Exactly. You're going to just find me, like, in the train. Like, I'll be part of the display, but I'll just be, like, shoving cake in my face or something. It'll be great. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, I mean, five days uh, is probably, probably could have used an extra day or two. But really, we're going for the race. Yeah. And we just said, hey, let's make a long weekend out of it. What's your last meal be? Like, you know, before the, before the, I'm not going to uh, die here or anything. <laughs> no, before the half marathon. Like, I think we should go out for a nice fancy dinner the night before. No, because now you've made it sound like we're going to die. It's our last meal. I think we should plan it <laughs> as a victory meal. Well, no, the victory afterwards. meal. No, you have to go but before, the night before, you know, you got to carb up or Beaches something. Beaches and cream. Oh, Give me that frozen sunshine and chocolate cake. I'm going to have that before. <laughs> And after. Joe has already claimed, and yeah, that, that that is actually going to be his meal. Not that's not like an addition to the meal. No, that's what he wants is chocolate cake and and, and the frozen, frozen sunshine. sunshine. That that's that's the place to go. I love beaches and cream. I I think I want I want a churro, definitely a churro, um, and then yeah, I I have to do some research on since I did the Disneyland food, I have to do some research on the Disney World food because. I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of similarities. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. Well, if anybody has any suggestions, let us know. Yeah, definitely. Let us know on Facebook, Enchanted Ears Podcast. Exactly. So. Yeah, please do. All right. So, uh, I, you know, I'd say let us know what, what you think the ideal trip length is. A lot of people already did on Facebook, but uh, if you didn't comment on that original post and... Uh, you know, feel free to to comment when we when we post this um, episode up and let us know what you think. Well, maybe you maybe you could. Well, maybe you could even post like what your Disney trip musts are. So maybe you don't have a lot of time. What are the things you have to hit up? You definitely have to hit. Yeah, up. yeah. And we could and we could talk about that too. What are you know? That's maybe a future episode of like what's our like must a, list? Yeah, of, like an ex- expedited trip. Hey, what you, do you have to if hit? If you only have time to do one or two things at each park, what are the one or two things you need to do? That actually is probably a good topic so yeah i'm a genius it's okay (laughs) you let us know that you're always just trying to keep up with me it's all right exactly (laughs) uh except for the race you're gonna try to be keeping up with me yeah throwing it down right and so if anybody out there you know is is gonna be running the the race uh the star wars rival run let us know um 
you know, we'd love, yeah. love to hear if anybody else is, is running or if anybody else has done a run Disney race in the past. Let us know. We'd like to know what we're, you know, what we're in for here. I think it'll be a good time, but we'll definitely, like I said, do a recap episode. That'll be in April of, uh, of next year. Uh, the, yeah. the, we'll kind of be touching on that. So, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, it, you know, make sure you leave us a rating, a review on iTunes, Google Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. So that's you moms <laughs> <laughs> and all, all the other listeners out there. So we have some, uh, we got Brian. He's a super fan. Yeah, Brian. Brian, the super fan. Yeah, yeah. So we, there we, you go. We're, we have some. We have some other. Uh, you did name like things. three or four more people that that commented. So yeah, I mean, see, we're we we might we're growing by the minute. Yeah, exponentially. <laughs> ear exponentially. Oh, that was uh, yeah, bad. Yeah, that was bad. All right, maybe well, we then. should cut that. <laughs> Forget, forget I said that one. So, but it's thank everybody for listening. Uh, see you next week. Thanks, and, and have, have a magical, magical day. day.